these these astronauts or these not astronauts, but these military people, these military scientists, these adventurers that went to Serpo, they were there for 13 years. Now, the journals that were delivered from Anonymous, they're just the journals of one of these people, correct? Yeah, the team commander. Do we know anything about any of the other ones? I mean, of course, it seems like uh, time-wise they'd probably all be dead by, by this time, correct? Yeah, the last one died in 2002 in, in Florida. Interesting. Yeah. So we don't have any... No records of anything left by any of the other people have been disclosed through an honor. Welcome to the Conspiracy Therapy Podcast with Ryan, Larry, Joshua, and the Illumamami herself, Miss April. And on today's episode, we return to aliens with Planet Serpo. Fellas, we've talked about aliens a lot. Fellas and ladies. Larry, are you breaking stuff over Jeez. there? Jeez. Have another beer, Larry. <laughs> so when we talk about aliens, I mean, do you guys... What do you guys think? Do you get scared? No. No? You're not scared, Larry? No. 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 Josh, nah. do you get scared? I, I've, there's some stories that are a little bit creepier than others, but otherwise not really. Okay, well, Miss April? Yeah, I've already had my fair share of probing, so I'm not. Eh, nothing really frightens me at this point. Okay, well, uh, to tie into our tried and true scale. In the butt. How scared would you be to go to an alien planet for the first time as a volunteer? Well, Josh. I guess if you're a volunteer, you 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 chose to do it can't be too scared then but if it were me and it would the idea was presented to me hell yeah i'd be scared of that shit you don't know what's going on you might go there and there might be people that walk around that are basically giant dicks and when they talk to you they spray cum in your nose so it does sound scary my cum is black (laughs) i would say if going to an alien planet i'd give it a, a nine yeah i'd give it a solid Seven, because yeah, like because this is a planet you you don't know, right? Exactly. Nobody's been there. Yeah, but I think Josh is right. Like, if you are volunteering to go there, you already have to have overcome some kind of fear to to volunteer. Um, but yeah, I think I would be scared to go into some unknown territory. Five. Well, it sounds that? more fun than scary. It does. It, I'm gonna say five as well. Um, I get what Larry's saying, but yeah, it's like fuck. I mean. Who knows? Is it a bunch of walking dildos? Is it a bunch of Garfields? Is it a bunch of, you know, who knows what the the, the animals are like? <laughs> the mountains may be made of mashed potatoes, and the which seas I can may get be down made on. of cheese. I mean, these scallop potatoes with a little bit of cheese on there. Mm. <laughs> what? I don't like scallop potatoes. No, mm. you just haven't had good ones. See. Larry doesn't like scalloped potatoes, and that's a kind of a more you know thing. Yeah. Larry just doesn't like fun. I don't like p- 
potatoes all rotten? Uh, no, I don't really either. All right, let's get Mashed. into some info, ladies and gentlemen. Mostly this episode came exclusively exclusively wow. from the website that has all the info to corroborate <laughs> or dismiss this fantastical story. This episode came exclusively from the website serpo.org and it is there with all the info for you to find. Mm. Now, I found a quote. It's from Ben Rich, who is the former head of Lockheed Skunk Works. Sounds so when I see when I hear Lockheed, I get scared because yeah. that's like the missile company. But anyway, he said, quote, we already have the means to travel among the stars, but these technologies are locked up in black projects, and it would take an act of God to ever get them out to benefit humanity. Anything you can imagine, we already know how to do. Unquote. So to give you that little bit of hmm. A little bit of thinking, because I mean, holy shit, this story, well, I'll get into it a little bit here. So, um, according, that was, um, according to rationalwiki.org, quote, one Eben was a survivor of the 1947 flying saucer crash at Corona, New Mexico. So during that whole Roswell incident, you had me at Corona. It wasn't a gray. It was an Eben. These these people that live on planet Serpo, Ooh, even they're be- called Ebens. Even better. Even flow is their favorite song. <laughs> sure it is. Uh, so in 1965, 12 U.S. military astronauts set off for what was to be a 10-year mission to Serpo in a spacecraft that was reverse engineered from the Corona saucer and used antimatter as its energy source. The journey took 10 months at 40 times the speed of light. Mm. So that's what it takes to get to this destination. You guys ever want the speed of light? No, I have not. With the right amount of lube, yes. Oh my god. Do you guys have like a sex podcast we can learn a little bit from? Butt sex. <laughs> <laughs> Your trigger finger finger is so quick right now. <laughs> I knew that was going to happen on this show. All right. So on or around 2 November 2005, which is relatively recent, feels like yesterday, but it's 2017 now. So there are these emails that were sent from an anonymous source to Victor Martinez. These emails are sent through installments on a private UFO email list. Now, a private UFO email list. That is just, stored on Hillary Clinton's own personal phone. Excuse me. <laughs> Are we the super conservative? It doesn't matter if you're conservative. She did that shit. She did. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So anyway, there's this private UFO email list that gets sent these installments. I'm sure all their AOL email usernames were fantastic, um, but I'm not going to predict them because that's not what this is called. This is some of the first message of approximately 36, according to the website. There's there's breakdowns there's like 36a 36b 21a 21b um so anyway i want to give you guys this these these messages that they got about this whole mission that supposedly happened which could be a hoax because we're going to determine this shit quote first let me introduce myself my name is request anonymous so he just wants to stay anonymous but this is also side note the team leader of this whole expedition I am a retired employee of the U.S. government. I won't go into any great details about my past, but I was involved in a special program. As for Roswell, it occurred, but not 
like the storybooks tell. There were two crash sites, one southwest of Corona, New Mexico, and the second site at Polona Peak, south of Datil, New Mexico. The crash involved two extraterrestrial aircrafts. The Corona site was found a day later by an archaeological, archaeological team. This is a persona for... God damn it, Larry. This team reported the crash site to the Lincoln County Sheriff's Department. A deputy arrived the next day and summoned a state police officer. One live entity was found hiding behind a rock. So, poor little mm. guy. It was like, I just picture Mac and me like a little turd creature running behind a rock. Like, burp, 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 burp. yeah, like that. <laughs> God, that's perfect. so perfect. <laughs> the entity was given water but declined food. The entity was later transferred to Los Alamos. The information eventually went to Roswell Army Airfield. The site was examined and all evidence was removed. The bodies were taken to Los Alamos National Laboratory because they had a freezing system that allowed the bodies to remain frozen for research. The craft was taken to Roswell and then onto Wright Field, Ohio. The second site was not discovered until August of 1949 by two ranchers. They reported their findings several days later to the sheriff of Canton County, New Mexico. Because of the remote location, it took the sheriff several days to make his way down to the crash site. Once at the site, the sheriff took photographs and then drove back to Detil. Sandia Army Base in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Um, a recovery team from Sandia took custody of all evidence, including six bodies. The bodies were taken to Sandia base, but later transferred to Los Alamos. The, the live entity, this would be the Eben, est- uh, established communications with us and provided us with a location of his home planet, which would be Serpo. The entity remained alive until 1952 when he died. But before his death, he provided us with a full explanation of the items found inside the two crafts. One item was a communication device. The entity was allowed to make contact with his planet as well. Somehow, I never knew this information, but a meeting date was set for April 1964 near El New Mexico. The aliens landed and retrieved the bodies of the d- their dead comrades. So... I think we're doing the right thing. Your people perished on our planet because they flew a little too close to the ground. Mm-hmm. Come pick them up. We don't want to pay for their funeral expenses. Take them back. They landed, retrieved the bodies, and information was exchanged. Now, communication was in English. The aliens had a translation device, which is handy. It's kind of like Google before Google Translate. Mm-hmm. Somehow... Um, he never knew this information, but a meeting date was set for April. Oh, I'm just, I'm reading the same paragraph. I apologize. In 1965, though, so where things change, we had an exchange program with the aliens. We carefully selected 12 military personnel, 10 men and two women. They were trained, vetted, and carefully removed from the military system. The 12 were skilled in various specialties. Near the northern part of the Nevada test site, the aliens landed and the 12 Americans left to go to their planet. One entity was left on Earth. The original plan was for our 12 people to stay 10 years and then return to Earth, but something went wrong. Mm, Of course. The 12 remained until 1978, so that's 13 years, like they said in the opening clip. Mm -hmm. When they were returned to the same location in Nevada, seven men and one woman returned. Two died on the alien's home planet. Four others decided to remain. According to the returnees, 
but two of them had died and one woman and one man actually stayed. The last survivor of this whole experiment died in 2002, so there's nobody left. Mm. Um, the returnees were isolated from 78 until 84 at various military installations. The Air Force Office of Special Investigations, AFOSI, was responsible for their security and safety. AFOSI also conducted debriefing sessions with the returnees. So what the fuck happened on Serpo? What are the evens? What do they look like? Do they fuck? Do they suck? Do they walk around like a duck? I don't know. In the butt. Right now. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what, ladies and plebes. First of all, they talk high and screechy. <laughs> Hello? Uh, hi. Oh, alien. It's kind of like the moments my balls <laughs> sprouted a hair and my voice went from Elmo to Bigfoot in word. Hi, name is Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's... I bet they sounded like... like I like you. <laughs> they, they sound like you that one relative that it gets really when they get really excited, talk really loud and very screechy. It's like when, te- oh, sorry, like when teenage girls find out they're gonna go shoe shopping. Let me tell you, there's nothing so ear piercing as the sound of like a carload of teenage girls on their way to the mall. I can't wait. <laughs> According to Anonymous in his second installment of info, the Even planet is located within a solar system of the Zeta Reticular star system. The planet has two suns, but their angles were smalled and allowed some darkness on the planet depending on one's location. The planet was tilted, which allowed the northern part of the planet to be cooler. The planet was a little less than their size. The atmosphere was similar to Earth's and contained the elements of carbon, hydrogen, oxygen, and nitrogen. So at least there's some breathing air out mm-hmm. there. Zeta Reticular is approximately 37 light years from us. It took the team, like I said, 9 to 10 months to travel the distance. During the trip, each of the team members were frequently dizzy, disoriented, and suffered headaches, which obviously... I can't imagine traveling that fast is that good for your body. No, I wouldn't think. Th- I think the G's would fuck put, you up. Yeah, like even pilots now when they go like Mach five, they're like, like "Fuck my out. life." Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So anyway, once the team arrived at the Even Planet, it took them several months to adjust to the atmosphere. During the adjustment period, they suffered again headaches, dizziness, and disorientation. The bright suns of the Even Planet also presented problems. Although they had sunglasses, they still suffered from the bright sunlight wow. and the danger of sun exposure. The radiation levels of the planet was a little higher than that of Earth. They were careful to cover their bodies at all times. <laughs> this is frying like bacon. I'm with you. It's hot. The Evens had no forms of refrigeration except in industry. The temperature of the planet at the center portion stayed between 94 degrees and 115. They did have clouds and rain, but not frequently. At the northern hemisphere of the planet, the temperature dropped to between 55 and 80 degrees. There we go. Oh, that's perfect. Now we're talking. But this was too cool for the Evens, who were used to the high temperatures. Our team did find Ebens living in the north, but in very small villages. 
The team eventually really they sound quoted, like senior citizens. <laughs> they know. can only stand the hot weather. Right. <laughs> yeah, well, we weather. like the summer in Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> It's basically they're just snowbirds. It hits 80 degrees and I've got to put on my light sweater. <laughs> this trailer, this fifth wheel better have AC, buddy. That alien fella, he's so kind. Jesus Christ. <laughs> You're so good at that. Our team eventually relocated to the north in order to stay cool. The ground transportation used by our team was similar to a helicopter. The power system was a sealed energy device that provided electrical power and lift for the craft. It was very easy to fly, and our pilots learned the system within days. The Ebens did... Ha- they they do have vehicles. Hmm. Um, which floated above the ground and did not have any tires or wheels. They were leaders, but there were leaders, but no real form of government, which is kind of a big deal. Um, there was virtually no crime seen by the team. They had an army, which also acted as the police force, but no guns or weapons of any type, which was seen by them. Hmm. There were regular meetings within each small community. There was one large community, which acted as the central point of the civilization. All the industry was at this one large community. There was no money. Every Eben was issued what they needed. No stores, malls, or shopping locations. There were central distribution centers where Ebens went to obtain items of needs. All Ebens worked in small all Ebens worked in some capacity. Children were kept very isolated. The only trouble that they came into on their thirteen years on this planet was when they attempted to photograph the children. The army politely escorted them away and cautioned them to never do it again. So here's some rough stats, because everybody likes stats, right? Yeah, the yeah, diameter yeah. of the planet was 7,218 miles. It means nothing to I me. Know, like, right. Isn't, That's that, is big, that big, planet, right? planet-sized. If I say mass, it's not even... Okay, so their distance from their sun was 96.5 million miles. Their distance from their second sun was 91.4 million miles. So that one's a little closer. They had two moons. Ooh, which is kind of cool. Yeah. It doesn't get dark enough so that it's night on this planet. So I guess technically you would just see that and it would be like Luke Skywalker on the hill, mm. which feels like this could have been written by somebody who saw Star Wars. Mm. Uh, surface gravity 9.60 meter slash S2. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, a day lasts 43 hours. Oh my goodness. Uh. That's a long day. It is. Um, a Might year, be able to get all my chores done in that time. Get all handy. Have time to sleep. An, a year. The orbit. Eight hundred and sixty-five days. Wow. Ooh. I'd be pretty young on that planet. Um, You'd be about fifty-three. <laughs> <laughs> now, Eben was part of another solar system. So total, we have nine slash. If you count Eight, Pluto, ten. It, it fluctuates. It fluctuates. Um, they have six in their solar system. Mm, um, the nearest inhabited planet is named Silas. It's made up of creatures of various intelligent life forms. And that's about it. Those are some stats for you guys. Hmm. So, while they were... Um, while the, the 13 people... or I'm sorry, not 13. 12 people went to that planet there were nine different species that actually came from different galaxies to say hello we are aliens 
We brought you a nice potato salad. We're big walking. <laughs> we're big. We're big walking vaginas from the planet uh, sixty nine. Boobs. Uh, pussy. Boobs. Pussy. Boobs. Pussy. I'm sorry. It's my headspace. I'm on a conspiracy podcast. I'm talking about aliens. What do you think? Anyway, so <laughs> first of all, the Greys did visit. There were one of them. They come down to our. Joshua, bend over. Let me check your oil. Josh's biggest fear is me putting a finger in his butt. <laughs> Truthfully. <laughs> um, but, but like uh, description-wise, they're very similar to Evans, the greys. The greys are? Like mm-hmm. their looks. Um, Evans, I would say, like Seinfeld and brisket, whereas greys like South Park and anal. So <laughs> let's take a break, and when we come back from our trip... In the butt. We'll go right back into some more details about Serpo. Okay, this man, of course, is Steven Spielberg, the well-known director of the movie Close Encounters of the Third Kind. And uh, here's a famous quote of his. If NASA took the time to write me a 25-page letter, then I knew there must be something happening. Uh, This video is going to be about the connection of Close Encounters of the Third Kind and planet Serpo. Uh, In this movie... Close Encounters of the Third Kind, you see this scene with these uh, military personnel uh, getting ready to go away with the aliens. And according to the website serpo.org, this actually did take place in 1965. And here's a quote. In 1965, we had an exchange program with the aliens. We carefully selected 12 military personnel, 10 men and 2 women. They were trained vetted, and carefully removed from the military system. The 12 were skilled in various specialties. So let's count them in this scene from Close Encounters. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, and the final guy, 12, and here comes... That's going on the soundboard, just him counting to ten. I can count. And just like One. the anonymous uh, uh, insider uh, uh, uh. from the planetcircle.org <laughs> uh, uh, website, there were two women in this line that were getting ready to board the uh, giant spaceship in Close Encounters. So did Steven Spielberg have inside knowledge oh. about this alien exchange program? We don't have a pop culture segment today because there really isn't a lot there. But just so you know, Close Encounters of the Third Kind supposedly has to do with... Um, that whole thing. Uh oh. It's alien. The Ebens knew we were doing a podcast tonight. Everybody, cover up your junk. What? Josh, why are you taking your shirt off? Oh, I was going to poop on the middle of the floor. (gasps) Guys. Guys. So let's quick retread. In 1965, you have this experimental government program to gather info on a planet light years away. Twelve people go there, eight come back. Mm -hmm. Two died. One man and one woman also decided to stay because fuck our planet. Am I right? You are correct, sir. You are correct, sir. Their last idea of our planet was the 60s, so... 
Makes sense. They're probably, yeah. they're probably tired of hippies. Stupid pot smoking hippies. <laughs> the two that died were from heat and they couldn't ingest the food. Now they, they had to eat even food because even food was different than ours. It was intergalactically different, which isn't just like going to Mexico and be like, don't drink the water. And then you drink the water and you're like, hey, you guys are stupid. Oh, shit. Fuck my <laughs> life. I'm fucking fire blasting out my anus hole. Yeah, you get, uh, like in Mexico, when you drink the water, you get Tony Danza's revenge. Right. Who's the boss now? Exactly. Your anuses. There was never a fully dark time on Serpo with few mountains and life to explore. The Ebens didn't hunt on that planet, by the way, like we do. No? Us animals. What did they eat? It was industrial made food that they cropped with the animals used to Anyway, they used to they used these animals that they had to industrial produce their food and never used weapons or had central government, so they didn't use guns. Their children were intensely isolated. Evens were the only humanoid species on the planet, so there were no other people. It was just even 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 I can just imagine I would get annoyed on there, but at the same time, I would probably love it. If if if, it sounds two, pe- peaceful. if two people wanted mm-hmm. to stay, it sounds I would like, imagine somebody fell in love with one of them. It sounds like yeah. a, a Bernie Sanders dream yeah. planet. <laughs> it's a very socialist planet. <laughs> right. Top 14% to the top 3%. And now to give this whole idea a possible hoax, some validity for which we can believe... Or for which we can begin to believe this craziness, there's a list of consistencies that match with the released anonymous material from the supposed team leader of this journey to Serpo. If you go to serpo.org, they actually list the consistencies based on the reports. Hmm. So they give a good breakdown. Mm-hmm. I don't think these people are idiots. I do think there's a lot of conspiracy theorists who are out there who, who latch onto this. But I think that they did a really great job of breaking it down. And I'm not going to go through all of them because it's, it's a long list. But I will just say... Can you hit the highlights? Yes. Um, so, like I said, they're all, most of them are on the site. And most seem to c- correlate with government employees who can correlate the dates. When things actually happened, they agree to them. Like, there's this one girl, like named Lisa or something. She was a government employee and she she says like, yes, I remember seeing Planet Serpo on memos and like different people who were going through testing. Now this would have in the 80s it would have been they were moving in between bases. They were doing testing on them before they wanted to release them because they wanted to make sure like they weren't going to cause harm, harm to the public. Right. So um they they were on sites and most seemed to correlate with government employees, like I said, who remember seeing things during times that would relate to when the human subjects were sent to Serpo and then other reports that would relate to when they came back. So we covered pop culture. We don't have Yahoo answers today. That's fine. Because you know what? It's time right now to go full verdict. <sighs> Seems earlier than we would Never normally go full do. Verdict. But I tell you what, I've given you guys some info, so let's go with it. Okay, okay. we're gonna do our verdict right now. Come so up with some verdict music. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, just like that. a gavel. Like a t- t- no, we already 
That's for debate. Oh, that, oh we, we haven't done one of those in a while. <laughs> Maybe we'll bring that back in the future. Um, Josh, given what I've said, what do you think? Do you think that there is any truth to this? Mm, I have a hard time believing it. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It's just... Larry, be nice. I don't play nice. You never do. <laughs> no. I, I I don't think I believe it because it coincidentally does sound a lot like Tatooine from Star Wars. And I guess I, I would want to have more information before is, I could really, really think that there's it's more plausible. But as of right now, no. What does Luke say? He wants to go to the place to get... Some light blast. Go to the place. To go to the place. To go to the place. And get some vodka. Oh, is that what he drank there? But Blue I milk. wanted to go to Jar Jar Binks and get some margadargas. Margadargas. <laughs> That's exactly what he what says. What does he say? You know what I'm thinking. Right yeah. Um, he said, Uncle Ben. Yeah, I wanted to go. I to, want some rice. I want to get some power converters and a dildo. Power ranch. converters from the the Tashi Station. Ka- yeah, the Kashi Station. Did I just nice. out Star Wars you? You just out Star Wars. Woo. To get some power uh, converters. Never mind. Ooh, I'm oh. not going to ask for pity. <laughs> I've been up for a really long time. I'm asking I'm so you and I have right a now. Star Wars shirt on, so. Yeah. yeah. I'm a shithead. Okay, April. <laughs> There's one for the soundboard. Yep. <laughs> I'm a shithead. Anyway. Um, I'm a cumhead. There's three of them. Uh, well, okay. <laughs> um... <laughs> I'm not oh, listening Ryan. anymore. I'm sad. I'm just tweaking my nipple right now. Um, bad boy, bad boy. <laughs> this is when April pulls out of like, no, I totally believe this. No, I can't. I can't. I don't. I've never bought into aliens, and <sighs> and I never will. And I never will. Um, I don't as know. A, the as information a gray alien creeps up from behind <laughs> right? your back. Um, hey, the information bitch. is compelling, I think. And if I were less skeptical of aliens as a conspiracy as a whole, I might. That one might be one of the more believable ones. I might fall prey to. Um, I, I don't know. I just no, no. Whoa. Seriously? What was that? Somebody had a chalupa. <laughs> Good lord. Spiders. I think my farts sound weird. So, Larry. <laughs> I heard my voice. But... That was such a good one, too. <laughs> Lawrence. <laughs> Quick, play them all while he has his headphones off. <laughs> so many sound clips of me. Yes. You believe? No. <laughs> oh my god! I almost shot my chair off my ass. Okay. No, I. I mean, this is as close as you get to me saying maybe because the, the fact that there things are lining up with the information and all that. But I mean, so you're telling me that we could go then, but now we can't get to Mars, right? It just doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with hard no as well. Okay. And mostly, uh, I stopped caring when I heard UFO private email list. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Just imagine a bunch of like conspiracy ther- theorists just being like, yeah. <laughs> we've got a private UFO email list. It's <laughs> its own folder. I hear, I hear gray is like the color green. What do you think of that, Ronald? <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm just in clown makeup in a van down by the river. I'm going to send him some dick pics. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, so... You are so fast. <laughs> Guess what? There's some more info. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. what? You asked for the. You're like a. You're like a male prostitute supervisor. It asks for your uh, your uh, uh, estimate, and then changes the numbers afterwards. Exactly. Now it's when he gives us the information. Mm. They're like, oh shit, yeah. Now we believe in it. So if this was real, according to rationalwiki.org, again, here is why it's not. Interstellar travel Oof. at forty times light speed is impossible unless the entity of the theory is um, of relative. Relativity is mistaken. Fucking sick interdimensional shit. I'm just saying, <laughs> forty times the speed of light. Yeah, yeah. impossible. Included in the story is the idea that the survivor of the New Mexico crash conta- contacted the home planet to arrange the whole exchange visit. Well, with message transit time being seventy eight years round trip contact could not have the usual meaning, so they had to have some better contacting mm-hmm. device right doesn't make sense with the speed so believers in serpo cite the use of wormholes to explain the traveling time wormholes are purely theoretical right phenomena no wormholes have ever actually technically been observed especially on the ground level no ufo enthusiast has ever satisfactorily explained how a wormhole could be contrived to exit at a chosen place in the universe the zeta reticuli binary Why are you looking at me? I haven't done anything. Oh, guys, I'm trying to I'm trying to give people some info here. All right. So the Zeta Reticuli binary stars are many thousands of astronomical units apart. A planetary orbit is problematic because any classic orbit around just one of the stars will be so eccentric that temperature variation over the planet's years will be so extreme as to make multicellular life very difficult. The claim that radiation at Serpo surface is intense is also hard to believe. The stars are also relatively young, perhaps only half as old as our sun. While the fact does not rule out the evolution of a technically advanced civilization, it certainly reduces the probability. Antimatter <laughs> as an energy source is not a ridiculous idea per se. However, this raises the question, what is the antimatter contained in? The best that CERN scientists have been able to do in terms of containment time is a magneto-optical trap it is approximately 17 minutes. Another issue is that the creation of antimatter takes as much or more energy than it yields in return unless one could find a source of antimatter and effectively mine it. Or maybe rational liquidity is full of shit. I'm just saying. Or maybe it's real and God is really the Easter Bunny and the Easter Bunny is really my cat. I don't fucking know. 
But it was fun to research this, so let's do a quiz, you pussies. <laughs> It's not time for that. <laughs> I love the guitar lick, though. Right. Thank you. <laughs> quizzical is about pop culture. It's about space. Ooh. It is not multiple choice, so you guys got to be really oh, on the damn ball it. here. Ryan, you with us? Yeah, He's he dancing. Is. He is. <clears throat> Question number one. How many astronauts have died flying a space shuttle? Ryan. Ryan. 16. Close. Hmm. But mm. you're incorrect. Josh. Josh. I'll go 14. That is correct, wow. sir. Son of a bitch. Chewie <laughs> just flipped you off. Question number two. One of two NASA's rovers currently exploring Mars is named... Give you a hint. Ooh. Ryan. Ryan. Casper. Mm. That's incorrect. <laughs> he seemed so sure of that he one. He did too. too. He's like shocked that it wasn't Casper. Josh. Josh. Ghost. Mm. That is incorrect, but you're in the ballpark. Ooh. Eh. April? April? Is it Spectre? Oh, so close. Mm. Damn it. Spirit. Damn it. Yeah. I'm gonna punch Josh myself. won. Everybody else, nothing. This planet, question number three here, this planet is the closest to Earth. Josh. Josh. Mars. Mm. Oh. Ryan. Yeah. Ryan. The moon? That's not a planet. <laughs> April. April. Venus? That is correct. Question number four. <laughs> We're all we're tied up. Josh one, April one, Ryan nothing. The closest galaxy to the Milky Way is Josh Andromeda. That is correct, Josh. <laughs> My sausage fingers hit the wrong button though. <laughs> this is question number five. Josh two, April one, Ryan nothing. Worth three points. Mm. Which Apollo mission was the one to land on the moon? Ryan. Ryan. 11. Ryan wins. He sweeps. Come from behind. Congratulations. Your knowledge is superior than all others. I'm doing Kermit the Frog Arms. (laughs) Did you hear hear they just fired the guy who did his voice? I did. What a dummy. Josh I don't is, think Josh is so mad because I always steal it right you at do. the end. I wait for those last <laughs> questions because I'm I, I I really hand bone it the the first couple guys. Everybody's had so much f- fucking fun. We have. We mm-hmm. journeyed to Planet Circle. We met the Ebens. We talked oh, about semen. Yeah. That's what they sound like when they yell at their animals. <laughs> Hi, I'm Courtney Love. <laughs> Is she an Eben? That's my death now, and I'm just so quirky. <laughs> Get off this planet, you quirky Jeez. bitch. <laughs> ah. 
We had so much fun. We did. We did. We always have we fun. Did. I like hanging out with you guys. Yeah. I like butt fun. <sighs> you like butt, butt fun? sex in the butt. <laughs> okay, Josh, where are you when you're not here? Butt sex in the butt. What do you, what do, you do? Uh, butt sex. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> Stiff joy in the butt. podcast that's on Facebook, Twitter, and SoundCloud for all your butt sex and needs in the butt. <laughs> butt sex. <laughs> in the butt. <laughs> I bought a dildo. <laughs> I get it. Stiff in joystick. The butt. <laughs> butt sex. <laughs> <laughs> in the butt. <laughs> Larry's turning purple. I'm so light <laughs> Get this soundboard full of these. Butt sex. In the butt. <laughs> Alright, so Josh obviously has a porn review podcast. <laughs> the fluffer. Ain't no loving happened so fast. Alright, April, where are you when you're not here? Uh well, you can find us on the Potty Slam podcast for wrestling history. Uh we are on Facebook, Twitter, and Potomatic. Sadly, there is no butt sex in the butt. Oh butt sex in the butt. But there's a lot of semen. There is. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Scrape my goopy vagina. <laughs> Larry. <laughs> Guaranteed you won't hear any of that on the EFIS podcast, a baseball history podcast. Safe for work. Safe for the kids. EFISpodcast.net. If you like our show, you can check us out on Twitter at Conspiracy T Show, where we post every single episode that drops with a little bit of Larry humor added to the Podomatic file. Also, we're on Potomatic and we are on Facebook. If you haven't liked us yet, do it. And like Beer City Twitter. Media, which is where we come from. I just did Twitter. You did Twitter. Uh, really? But I wanna I wanna take this last minute before we end this episode to tell our listeners to email us at conspiracytherapyshow at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Send mm-hmm. us a question, something we can read on the air, and uh, a suggestion. You know, we like to know what you guys are tuning into when it comes to conspiracies. Aliens, Bigfoots, Ronald McDonald's, who knows? Clowns, we did that one. Yeah. Oh, uh, we'll do another one. Mm. How about you? <laughs> we'll drag we'll drag Josh to the, the mic by his toes and his nose. Yep. It'll happen. Anyway, we love you guys a long time. So who else has anything they want to add before we close this out? Does anybody have anything they want to say? Something something conspiratorial or even just a hey howdy. No? What? What did you just was, mime to me? I know I was, I was gonna be too. The, the, your thing about how you you had texted me about how when two people kiss it just connects like a really long tube from butthole to butthole. Yeah. That's an interesting <laughs> theory. Well, if you guys are, if you guys are doing butt to butt, hey uh Cool. I said what what? Yeah, in the butt. <laughs> anyway, we'll see you next week on another episode of Conspiracy <laughs> Therapy. Have a good week, guys. We love you. She packed my bags last
This has been a presentation of Beer City Media.